Good evening, everybody. I am Dr. Heather Moore, owner of Total Performance Physical Therapy. Tonight, we are gonna to talk about running with back pain. It sounds weird that I even have to say running with back pain because most people would not run if they have back pain. But let's face it, if you're a runner, if you're a triathlete, we run through everything. It doesn't actually matter. And the reason we don't get treatment for our back pain is because we're afraid someone's gonna tell us to stop running. So I've heard this story a thousand times. It's happened to me. You wind up with aches and pains. You wind up with your hamstring, your back, something hurts. And you're either able to run through it, yeah, uh, ignore it, or just get it in your miles and it doesn't actually matter that it hurts. So this happens all the time and unfortunately it is a recipe for disaster. It will catch up with you um, and I know that it is terrifying to come to the doctor to see what actually is wrong because I know 90% of the doctors that people go to say we'll just stop running or just stop working out. And that is not an answer by any means. I am a physical therapist for the US Olympic team. I have to move mountains to tell someone to stop running. So I use that in my practice every day. So does everybody here. We're all very active. So while it is kind of disturbing that I have to do a Facebook Live on the fact that we do run with back pain, it is a reality. And unfortunately, a lot of times people ignore it to the point of not being able to run anymore. And that's usually when they come limping into my office, is they physically are unable to take one step forward. It is excruciating. So we need to stop that before it gets any worse or before it develops into something where you can no longer run or you can no longer work out. All right. So the number one thing you need to understand right now is the worst thing you can do for back pain, knee pain, any of that is to stop running. It does nothing. Honestly, I have so many people that come in here and say, I stopped running for two weeks. It stopped hurting for two weeks. I started running again a week or two later. It's back to where it was or it's worse. Don't stop running and don't address anything. It will not get better on its own. Unless you had a fall, you twisted, you sprained your ankle, you fell off a curb. That's what we call a traumatic injury. That's when you're gonna be able to take two weeks off. The swelling will go down, the cuts will heal. That's, that's a two week, don't run type of scenario. But if you have knee pain that you can't figure out, it just started hurting one day. If you have back pain that just started hurting one day, that is not a reason to stop running or working out. In fact, that's the worst thing you can do. You solve nothing by taking two weeks off, taking some leave, and then going back at it. Your pain will come back and your pain will be worse. It's not gonna come back on day one because you've got enough anti-inflammatories in your system to kill it. It is not going to come back day one. It will come back the next day, a week later, a month later, and it's gonna come back with a vengeance until you can't run anymore. So. I know we're gonna talk about running with low back pain. I'm gonna give you some strategies, don't worry. However, it is not okay to run with low back pain. This is something that you have to address, all right? We offer free consultations. All you have to do is call our office at 215-997-9898. We'd be happy to see you. Do not wait. The longer you wait, the worse this is gonna get. Why do you run with low back pain? So. 
Honestly, most of the run, most of the low back pain I see with running did start as low back pain. Uh, raise your hand if you've had knee pain before when you were running, or hamstring pain, or gastroc pain, gastroc pain, hamstring pain, quad pain. One of those things, upper back pain even. These are common things that people have when they run that they wind up trying to fix with their lower back. Now, what do I mean by that? So when you have, let's say you have a hamstring issue. That's a really common thing to flare up your low back. Hamstring starts to hurt. You've got to alter the way you run. Now, here's the other thing you have to realize is that when you run and you run for a mile and you're like, oh, that hamstring pain went away. It didn't. It did not go away. You changed how you are running. I don't know how, okay? Your body's intelligent. So it will shorten your stride. It will change where your foot is hitting the ground. It will do something in your body. A lot of times with your hamstring and hamstring pain, your lower back, you're gonna start to tighten it up. Now you don't know you're doing this because your body is just gonna start recruiting muscles like there's no tomorrow. And you're just happy because you got your headphones in and you're running. You have no idea this is going on. So don't think that this is something like, oh, I'm gonna notice it. No. You're like, oh, I've gotta get in six miles today, so I'm going to run. So you have this hamstring pain. What you're gonna do is you're going to, so the hamstring is going to attach at the pelvis. So the more motion your pelvis has, the more your hamstring is going to hurt. So you're gonna start locking it down here. So you're gonna tighten your low back just to help the hamstring out. And this is where I say most low back pain doesn't start in the low back. It's because you had knee surgery or a knee injury or an ankle injury. And the back is a very, very, very strong muscle collectively and it will help any way it can because it is basically the center from the top to the bottom. All right, so most people who have low back pain, it didn't start as low back pain. That's, that's not everybody, but a lot of times it is. So if you think back, you're like, oh yeah, I did have a hamstring injury. Oh yeah, I did have a knee injury. Did you address the injury, first of all? Uh, and then we can work on the low back. And this is where a lot of treatments fail for low back because you don't address what originally hurt. You just wanna do a couple stretches and continue to run. And that's kind of how you play it. And it's really, really important that you don't just gloss over this. It will take you out of the game, I promise. Okay, this will stop you from running. I won't have to tell you to stop running. You will eventually have to stop running. All right, so pay attention when you have low back pain. And I'm not saying again, we're gonna address low back pain that is independent of anything else. But when you have low back pain, Think back, did you have knee pain? Did you have hip pain? Did you have uh, an ankle injury? And you kept running on it? That's a lot to do with low back pain, all right? So the first thing is find the reason for your low back pain. All right, so let's say you didn't have, you can't think of anything that you did before, but now you're still running with low back pain. You wake up, your back is stiff. You go to bed, your back is stiff. You're getting old, you're just stiff, all right? so. What about that? So a lot of times when I look at runners and I talk to runners and we're talking about low back pain, the form and the core is shot, okay? And that is probably the biggest reason that people have it. 
The stride on people is like out here. I see a lot of people heel striking. I see a lot of people with improper running mechanics. And this is the biggest cause of low back pain. So let's just take, for example, if you strike with your heel, if you're a heel striker, what you are doing is every time your foot hits the ground, you're putting the brake on. Literally, that's what you do when you strike with your heel. You're actually applying the brake. So you're hurling your body forward and applying a brake at the same time. So the brake comes up the back of your leg, to the hamstring, to the glute, up the low back is gonna absorb it. Now I am not saying to go out tomorrow and become a midfoot striker. Please do not do that. It is not gonna be beneficial for you. In order to change your running form, you have got to do certain exercises in order to be able to do that. So please do not go out tomorrow and just say, well, I'm a heel striker and I'm gonna go run. No, it doesn't happen. There's a lot of gait mechanics that break down with running that you are unaware of, okay, that can absolutely just cause low back pain. So a lot of, a lot of low back pain is due to overstriding too, all right? So you're way out here. You're taking these giant leaps. That's not okay. Because then your body's going to start to twist or you start to pick up your pace faster than you should. I'm not a big advocate of running with anybody. Yes, I am antisocial, but beyond that, I am not a big advocate of running with anybody because it changes your running form. You have to change your running pace because you are not running the exact same pace as somebody else. Yes, you may have the same marathon time, but you may run the first half of that marathon faster than the other person. You may hold uh, you know, a six minute mile, they may hold a 6.05. And you're like, what's the big deal, five seconds? I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but you have to change your running style, whether you're coming up or they're going down. You don't just change your running style to be able to change it, especially when you're running next to someone, you tend to emulate them, all right? So running with low back pain, number two, it's caused by improper gait form, improper running form. And no, please do not go online and just say, oh, look, they told me to be a heel striker or they told me to be a midfoot striker. You are not gonna go out tomorrow and be like, oh, midfoot strike. Do not go buy a pair of Newtons and try and be a midfoot striker. It's not gonna help and you're gonna wind up busting up things. You actually have to change some of your muscles. You have to change how things work. All right, so when I talk about change, I talk about back pain, I talk about strength training. It is like a curse word in the running community. Oh my gosh, I have to strength train. It is necessary. It is necessary to do a little core work. No, you don't have to go to the gym. No, you don't have to do this for 15 minutes, uh, you know, a 15 minute killer upper body workout. Should you do 15 minutes a day of core and shorten your run a little bit? Yes. Should you commit to at least three times a week? Yes. Most runners have a very weak core. And when you have a weak core, when you run, everything here is floppy. So when you run, if you run with low back pain, one of the strategies that I want you to do is actually try to clench your butt and to run shorter strokes. So you're basically contracting your abdominals, squeezing your butt. It's gonna look like you're running with a stick up your butt, all right? But 
What that's going to do is that's going to activate your abdominals and your glute muscles and your hip muscles. You're going to go slower, but it's going to train them to turn on when you're running. If you run with low back pain, that means you're running like a piece of spaghetti and you're all over the place and your back is doing this. That's why they tell people with herniated discs not to run because they can't stabilize it. And it's not correct. If you have the appropriate abdominal control, you are able to control the spine. You are able to control the forces going through your body. Most people don't have that. Most people are literally, if you just took a, you know, a, a, a gross picture of them, it would be all over. Your spine is absorbing all these angles, all this force, instead of tightening up your stomach, tightening up your glutes, running with a shorter stride, running a little bit slower until you can figure out how your abdominals turn on, how your glutes turn on without you having to majorly contract them. I guarantee you, you go out for a 15 minute run, you try and contract your abdominals and your glutes at the same time for that whole 15 minute run, you're gonna get exhausted. And you shouldn't, if you're a long distance runner, that should not be a problem for you. But most of you will. How do you contract your abdominals? You should basically punch yourself in the stomach, okay? You're, you're gonna feel your abs turn on. You don't have to do it really hard. You just turn it on like this, all right? Quickly, just a little one, and you'll feel your abdominals. That's what you have to hold. That's the position you have to hold to help your back. Your back has no support if your abdominals are not turned on. So it's gonna be like waving around like this, and then guess what happens? The muscles in the back are grabbing onto the spine saying, okay, just, we're gonna do whatever we can to get you through this run, but it's not gonna be enough and eventually they will fail. So they need these guys to be able to pull and tighten and then they can still work, but they won't have to work as hard. All right, and the final thing, running with low back pain, it's because people don't spend time recovering. There is no time recovering. And this is a major, major point that most people miss. And everyone wants to talk to me about their mile time or things like that. It is not gonna get any faster unless you recover. It's not, and I promise. And recovery doesn't mean just sit on the couch. I hate to stretch. I don't stretch. I rarely stretch. But it, is it necessary? I don't know. I'm not a big stretch fan. Foam rolling, completely necessary. All right? And we are going to be hosting a foam rolling webinar. I'm going to post it in this actual feed so you can be a part of that. And it's going to go through what you need to be doing. But I like foam rolling because one, it breaks up the knots. So if you've got a tight low back, it's gonna, it's gonna break open those knots a little bit. Two, it's an active recovery, meaning I can do it a minute here, a minute there. I don't have to stretch. In order to get a good stretch, you have to do it 30 seconds, six times in a row. I don't have the attention span to do it 30 times, six times in a row, and then switch to the other side. It's boring. I don't like to do it. I'm not saying it's bad, and I'm not saying don't do it. If you love to stretch, stretch. But foam rolling is a really important part of your day. Even if you don't work out and you are a desk worker and you sit all day, it is extremely important that you foam roll just to loosen everything up, to get the blood flowing, to get the knots out. Again, we're going to be hosting a foam rolling class that I'm going to be putting in the comment section. So you are going to be able to sign up for it. 
I highly recommend it if you are go if you are running with low back pain, you work out with back pain, anything, you need to be on that webinar. So click on the link and put your name in and show up and we will go over exactly how you can start to decrease some of this pain that you're running with. Thanks and have a good night.